everyone, welcome to the MTG Painful Truths podcast, episode number 44. Same host as always, myself, Brett Wagner, and Cole Kirkman. Cole, how have you been? It's been a it's been a week for you from if if anyone's out of the loop for you. Yeah, I got um I don't know what it was. I got severely sick for a week and then near literally the day like that I kind of like was starting to get over it. Uh my car was hit in broad daylight while parked. I wasn't in my car thankfully, but like they in my neighborhood probably going like 40 like clipped the back of my car, like absolutely tearing the back off. So yeah, and that was uh that was the day before our uh, our RCQ that me and Brett went and attended. Yeah, it you know kudos to your neighbor. They have a security system. I think they shared that information to they, they uh, the kudos authorities. To multiple neighbors because, like I said, I was sick and I was asleep, and I don't know how I didn't hear it, but I was I was like dead asleep. Um, I take a lot of, I took, I was taking a lot of medication, so I would assume that was it, but it's like 11 a.m., you know, right before lunchtime, and Kayla, she, like, looks at the camera, and, because a cop went and knocked on our door, and she looks at the camera, and she's like, I don't see your car, and I'm like, oh, fuck, it probably got towed or something, or, you know, think of the worst, and I am like, okay, well, I'm looking out our window, we can't see the car, and I'm like, okay, where the fuck is my car, <laughs> And then uh, I open the door, and the car is in the driveway, and I'm like, what? And you look at the back of it, and yeah, uh, one of our neighbors down the street had called in a uh, police officer, because they saw it. They actually saw it happen. They, they saw the truck come hit my car and then drive off. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they did get the plates, uh, but they did get, like, like, the model of the car. Like, they got a lot of info about the this person. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's so crazy because, like, you know, I would hear about stuff like that if it was, like, you know, like, fuck three in the morning, drunk driving from a bar, and you, you know, hit a car and you drive off. But, like, man, fucking broad daylight. <laughs> it's fucking nutty, 11, yeah. 11 a.m. But, yeah, yeah, and then I got, I had to deal with that all day Um, while still, like, I was still pretty sick, but I, you know, went and got all that resolved, and now tomorrow they're coming to tow it and find out if it's totaled so if it's totaled i might be a suv mob driver i don't know <laughs> so we'll, we'll find out but um yeah you you also though had a had a really good weekend though yeah yeah it turns out um so i'm sure i don't need to bury the lead if you clicked on the, the episode to listen to this uh you'll know that the title says that i actually took it down this rcq weekend uh it was awesome. I'll, I'll go into the details here, I guess, in a moment. Um, but let's, Cole, you, we were, uh, to be in the, the motto green devotion spirit, being in the green sphere, I should say, and this is falling I apart as I keep saying it. I was like, Cole, I'm going to grab you. We're going to go because we haven't hung out in a while. I was like, let's, uh, we had some. We, we have been planning it because like the, yeah. the original game plan, because I'm off for a whole week because uh, where I work, the grooming place I work, um, the owners, they're they're going on vacation and they're like, Hey, we're going to close for a week. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to have a week off. I'm going to, you know, this was before I got sick. And I was like, all right. And we saw and and dark hound who's usually really good about, um, like posting their RCQs. Me and Brent kind of discovered it late or I, I don't know. I think, they yeah, just... there was, we knew of the boardwalk one. That's the one that's uh, a week later. And as I like refresh, I was like, well, maybe there's something else. And then I was like, Oh, Dark, uh, Darkhound. They just added something to the calendar. They added because I don't think it was on the calendar at all up until like a few weeks ago. Like I, like I said, I think the guy just said fuck it and just threw it out there. I think it was five dollars more because I think the first one we did was twenty dollars. And I no, think it, it pre pre reg is twenty, and then because uh, you uh, you paid you paid it out there. Uh, it's uh, twenty five. Yeah, that's why. Okay, I usually right. pre register. But yeah, so so that was happening, and then I got really sick. Like I missed work, so I've I've been out of work for two weeks. But um, <laughs> yeah, because I dude, it was so bad. I was throwing up. I couldn't keep liquids down. I don't know what I had. I took COVID tests, didn't have COVID. I couldn't get out of bed. I do know I had staff. If you know me, I have severe eczema, and I get infections wildly. And I had staff all over my body, so I'm assuming that's what it was. Was my I was my body was fighting against staff. Um, but I was, it was very miserable. Like we, and then, uh, if you also are not in the loop, uh, Kayla and I adopted a puppy a week before that happened. Uh, it's a Shih Tzu puppy. It was eight weeks old. 
Uh, we got it from a, a scam breeder, unfortunately, because they gave us the information that she had her shots. We called the vet office that they said that they'd never seen this dog before in her life. And then she gets severely ill. Um, so we basically saved her life. Like she was on her deathbed. They thought he had, she had parvo. It was, it was bad. It's been a bad couple of weeks. So hanging out with you on Saturday was definitely the highlight. Um, I know we're going to talk about that. Uh, it's probably going to be Brent's episode. I'm going to throw it out there already. Uh, I did not do well. <laughs> no, no. It, uh, yeah. It, I, I had a really close game against Raksak, um, like my version of Phoenix always does. I just didn't see a bird in the top 30 cards. And then game two, he had like the nutty curve. And that's fine. I, I took that stride. Oh, I will also say for this event, there's like 22 people. It was a pretty yeah, cut 22. cutthroat, cutthroat, like a uh, dark hound event. I think a lot of people just did because it wasn't on. The calendar, like everyone probably had the the boardwalk of it uh, circled for next week. This one sneaks in. There's only 22, which is like th- this. This room gets up to 68. I think was the highest I've seen. Yeah, like, it's a people show room. up for this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there were also two angels players in the room, and of course, I play against one of them, and he just rocks my shit because Phoenix has always a tough time against angels, especially my version. So I go to and I'm like, you know what, I'm done. I'll cheerlead Brent for the rest of the day. Right. And, um, I mean, he, t- he tore it the fuck up. <laughs> uh, we're debating, you know, obviously I'm going to Boardwalk next week. Um, so we're talking about what I'm going to do. Yeah. I am, I am debating if I want to do all in again or just go to four things in the main. The only reason, like, you were the only green player in that whole room. I thought there was one more, but yeah, I, I no, you, thought- you were the only green I was player. The- Maybe I saw Lena Whirl for something, so I assumed it was uh, another so, like, that another was buddy. Thing, though, because that room was like I think like fucking ten rack sack players. Yes, it, like, uh, two in the that's two in the top eight. Like all in Phoenix because like that matchup's usually pretty good. It's pretty much a wash because like playing the four thing version is yes, green is a wash. Like it's easy as shit, whatever. But like rack sack when you play the four thing version is so bad. <laughs> because they'll just wait till you flip the thing and then just get you in a combo turn. They'll be like, all right, I'll claim your thing in the ice and you're done. Yeah. And it's like, ah, well, that sucks. You know, like... Yeah, yeah. So, so it is, it's a bit spooky because, like, when you play, like, game one against my uh, Raksak put in round one, like, if he, if I found literally any other, like, I had a Demolic on, like, turn four, but, like, I never saw any other creature. And I did a really good job preventing him. Like, I got him to five. And I had lethal on board. I just finally got two birds out. Um, but like, if I would have found another threat, and he even agreed, he was like, it was over. Um, but in game two, he just went like turn one. Uh, the idiot that when it dies, exile top two. Uh, turn two, you know, cat oven. Turn three, mayhem devil. And I was like, oh. And then I killed it, and then he played another mayhem devil. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, I mean, that happens. But yeah, I don't know. I, I I trust the deck I played. I played again. I didn't. I definitely don't regret it. I don't look back and go, "Damn, I wish I would have thought about the two angels players in the room." I, a deck that has like not been well, yeah, prominent. Also, the guy yeah. I played against was on Bant, and I've never had an angels player fucking mystical dispute my uh, <laughs> fucking treasure cruise before. That was a first. Yeah, right. Oh man, that's 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 wild, man. Um, I mean, I didn't have a good time, but uh, Brent definitely did. So, yeah, let me let me get into it. Uh, so, uh, I play Model Green Devotion. You know, I've been playing Neil Form a fair bit, and I I think to me part of it was like I was like, all right, I think I just need to like play the right deck or something like that. And as much as I love Neil Form, it is fully foil too. Like I, you know, I, I shelled out some money to to get that done. Well, well, here, time out, time out. Before you keep okay, going, sure. I'm curious. With okay. with the room being what it was, do you think Neoform would have been a good call? Like, no. do you, do, Raksak, like, like, does it beat you up? Uh, if they steal, still, uh, the Angel Overlord, I've beaten Raksak a fair bit, but the spirits is, uh, even though oh, I there, beat there it all a the lot time, of spirits too. That that makes me dicey, and really, I think like the gameplay with Neoform versus spirits is like, all right, try to stick a Delver creature. A delf creature, I should say, and and race. Hope it, hope it carries you, yeah. and it can because they uh, you could easily just outrace them. It and was then blue white in the finals with you, right? Not the model blue player. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, that's what I thought because I was like, because there was a lot of blue player there, and I was really kind of cheering him on because it would have been funny. For, right, for, yeah. For the, those reasons. But I think he, yeah. I, I think he hundred percent lost the mirror. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I bet. Yeah, losing losing out on Spellqueller and uh, Katilda as a one of is like really rough. Yeah, that the um, I, I've only played Angels once at the. That was the first time I played it at a. Uh, Hunter Burton and I beat the Angels because there were also two Angels players. So just like thinking about that matchup, uh, that was good. Um, or like I beat it, and I think it's actually could be okay. Like you know, stubborn denial is just one mana counter spell uh, well, uh, for I mean, the high pack stuff. And well, it so. doesn't stop the Angels, but yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah, that's doesn't... my problem with that matchup for Phoenix, like. The way that Phoenix beats Angels is like if you're on the four thing main version with one temporal trespass, like you you're you're pretty favored. Like they do play mainboard Skyclave, but like they have to find it. And, you know, obviously it's on Angel, so they don't really want it. Right. But um, you know, you, you do the whole flip and then do a temporal. But like the problem with it, especially with what my opponent was on, because he was on Bant, um, I will say, so me and Brett had been watching games after round one. And I saw him. And the only thing I saw was he goes, irrigated farmland tapped. And as he's playing against his other opponent, because they're like in turn right. shit. And I'm like, oh, okay. Fucking control. So I get paired against him. I'm like, oh, God, of course control. So I mulligan to like five. Um, my, 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 my first opener wasn't even really that good. But it was like two fiery impulses, two lands, and then like nothing else. I was like, man, if this is control, this hand sucks. Like... Like, unless this is a creature... It's alright, mulligan to five, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, okay, I'll mulligan to six, and then that was a no-lander, and I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely mulligan to five <laughs> now. And I was like, okay, well, I'll bottom a lightning axe and a fiery impulse, and I'll keep, like, is it charm, two lands, consider... Uh, I think it was, like, pieces, and I was like, yeah, this is, this is a good hand. And um, then he, like, goes hollow found tapped, and I'm like, okay, cool, like, kind of figured what this was. And then he goes unclaimed territory naming Angel Giada. And I was like, what the fuck? And then he knew you were in trouble. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, well, now I know there's two of my best cards are on the bottom of my library. But the other big thing that he played that Angel's players don't fucking play is there's a new Angel from whatever that little set was, Aftermath, that okay. it gives you Hexproof. It's 3-mana 2-3. It gives you Hexproof, and it says whenever she takes damage, you gain that much life. And I was like, Gosh. Wow. That's really rough because the <laughs> way that you also can beat angels with Phoenix is if you can keep their life low enough that like you can deal with the righteous Valkyries when they happen. Yeah. Because the second they're online, the game is so far away from you. you like, and you're the aggro deck, like in the aggro versus control. Like you, you have to manage or keep their life total below twenty seven. I feel like to have a stone ch- chance at it. That's what it, I was. Well, game one for for all. Game yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like. Game two, you have the whole, like, all right, I have a two-mana thing that's going to, you know, fuck Rocky's world. Like, you right. have that as an option. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, he just, I, I immediately was thrown off guard. And then, yeah, game two, I went, flipped a thing in the ice. He, he did, he did something to it. It, it went away. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> okay, what he did. Okay. It, it, it disappeared. I know that. And then, yeah, and then, like, I got, like, a Demolic and a Phoenix, and then he, uh, this is when Brent walked over. He Kayla's for four. Yep. And then fucking got two Righteous Valkyries, a fucking, uh, Giada, and then, uh, a Skyclave. And then he, and then Brent, Brent stayed behind me, and he's like, uh, I gotta do math. I don't know how much life I get. I was like, dude, I just trust whatever you say. Like, you just, <laughs> I was like, you could spew some fucking egregious number at me, and I'll believe it, because it was so, so far away. Yeah, oh my god. I also had, like, one card in hand, I think, and it was just a lightning axe. I was like, yeah, this is, game is <laughs> over. I was like, that one last card in your hand had to literally just not be super Coco. Right. <laughs> oh, man, that was, that was so rough to, to see. Yeah, I mean, that's how that matchup goes, and thank God Angels isn't very good, because also it's very expensive in paper, so people don't usually go towards it. It was stunning to see it. Like, I, well, I, I think that girl, I, I've known that girl that has always okay. played it, because, well, that's the girl everybody talks about, that, like, because there's only one Angels player that's local, and that's her. I, there was a, I know another, uh, it was actually another uh, woman also that would I play Angels. I thought that was her. No, see, no, different, different person, um, 
there's two girls then that that are local that play that deck yeah i've been uh, the the other girl i haven't seen at 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 rcq rel events i don't think i've i played against her at the old game armory days she would be there she had like another uh uh like she came with like a couple like a uh a like a cisgender couple or whatever um so they all like came together at, at like those just local events and she that like this one this one woman played angels but i haven't seen her at rel events at all huh. or competitive rel events you mean right right um yeah i mean i i never like we built angels in paper like i had it and then i was like this deck sucks yeah you think there's you, so you much, did it pretty quickly <laughs> well, yeah, well there's just so much math that goes behind it and like sometimes you can gain like a billion life and then just your opponent just kills you anyway <laughs> right like, like that does have like lotus especially like, i don't know how you beat it up a lot on lotus oh you, you, have infinite, you have infinite loop but infinite damage with lotus filled no i'm saying how angels can beat lotus oh uh no the answer is no yeah exactly that's my thing and then yeah lotus um there was a lotus deck our, our good buddy justin yeah Captain Top 8. I, he's not Mr. anymore. He is Captain Top 8. He is, 100%. There's no yeah, way he's Mads, not. Mads, every, every he's about to be general I, Top 8 at this since, point. Since RCQs, like, when when I got back in and I was playing Yogg, he's always Top 8 fucking everything. But, but, he has not won. And he, that's, he was, he was, t- well, I'll, I'll get into that later. Well, um, okay, so yeah. not what you're about to talk about, and, and, and I want our fans to discuss this. I would love to hear feedback from people that sure. actually message me about this. Would you rather top eight like a thousand events or win one event? I think you got to top eight every single dude, one. You're, you're netting something, right? Right. Because like, some of these events pay out. And like, yeah. if you're just top eighting every event, because like you win your one RCQ, it's like, do you really want to go keep playing in them? Like, or you're not allowed to, right? I don't think you're allowed to. I don't I remember, know. I, I might remember, be wrong. I remember that one guy asked, uh, asked both of us if we had our invite. And I was like, why were we here then? <laughs> right. <laughs> he was like, do y'all have, y'all have y'all's invite, right? And I was like, why would we be here? And there was like no, like this was like, you know, $20 entry. There's no price support other than the the, the, the cardboards. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get two or one? Because the last week that I topped eight, I got two. I'll, I'll go over all that at the finals because uh, we, there was some price splitting. Oh, between you and your, oh yeah, because it yeah. was foil. Right. Yeah, I'll I'll get into all that later. Well, I mean, I, I saw I saw what you did get. Yes. Which yeah. That, that, that's important to me. I have mine. Mine somewhere. Yeah. 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 Go on. Okay. So. Or, uh, wait, wait, wait. Time out. Or do you okay. want to banned real quick? Because there's only like two things to talk about. Uh, sure. Legacy. There was a unbanned. Uh, modern. There was a a, a a. I don't care about legacy. Mine's desire sounds like looks like a card. Like I don't quite well, understand. So I do play a lot. Of, well, okay. Play a lot. Play a lot. Well, of, I mean, quote right. unquote. I watch a lot of legacy like Bosch and Roll I'm going to throw him out there he's one of my favorite uh, content creators to watch I, yeah I like watching him too I don't watch a lot of his stuff but he's enjoyable yeah he's enjoyable like he always plays like random bullshit and legacy is fun to watch because there's a lot of like like for, for magic in general it's kind of like Pokemon where like you can make a fuck up and then it can kind of get you out like you, you can sure. fuck up but you can be like oh man like I could you know top deck better than my opponent after this fuck up legacy doesn't feel like that legacy feels like if you fuck up it's, <laughs> it's like you probably lost yeah, right. <laughs> so watching legacy content a lot of the time, it feels like that where it's like, I mean, obviously there's decks that like I play like fucking reanimator where like you just gas pedal it. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you're like grief pitch unmasked reanimate. Yeah, yeah, li- yeah. After the third game action, you're just in the mid game of your turn one. <laughs> um, but I've watched the Minds Desire content. It just seems like kind of like a funny like storm card. I mean, obviously with wizards which is we you know what actually the bigger thing to talk about is that wizards didn't unban in that format to begin with true like, yeah like that's my thing like i know we were talking about that but like wizards kind of like already said that you can't get your invite off of legacy i was surprised that they even just gave a shit and did anything to legacy yeah i i think it's like as, as if for legacy players you're just like okay they, they they're still aware of us um and it's and you it's, think that's it's, what that was just to appease them a little no bit. i don't i don't i don't think it was but i think like People probably like if like if I was a legacy made made person like if if I'm hard on the NRG circuit you know they have a lot of these legacy events well, yeah, they're they're carrying legacy competitive play yeah, like, for Bosch paper one like the Star City I think that right. was recent or whatever but yeah like the like yeah northern it's all north by the way yes so, so if you don't know Brent and I are from down south we're from Texas so like right all the cool events happen up north yeah <laughs> yes yeah uh, but the other big unban. And uh, unfortunately, it's not Hogak is uh, is preordained. I know we were 
Well, well, I know we were trying to do an episode about unbans, which I'm glad we didn't because then this unban would have happened and I don't think either of us would have ever even been remotely close to anything like this. Well, I think we both said, so we both talked off air and we were both like, preordain seems okay. Yeah. But it's just so boring. <laughs> like, right. Like, that's my thing. And that's not the answer people like because like, people were like, oh man, you know, it's like, it, it can help decks. Like, if we look at the Pro Tour, right? Like, if we just look at how the Pro Tour happened, what was the percentage of Murktide? Like, almost zero? It was, it did, it, it, I don't think it got its own sl- slot as far as, like, top decks. It was buried in other. And which, that, and that yeah. used to be the deck. Like, that was that, number that, two, one, all the time. Yeah, that was like, you want to play a consistent, good deck, you, you play Murktide. And it was like, and, and that was kind of just where ball players were. We were like, alright, well, you want to play, like, not BDIF, but, like, like, yeah, the Delver of Modern. Like, it's like Legacy Delver is, like, super consistent, and it's good, and, like, if you're a good pilot, it's gonna, you know, help you with that. And that was where Murktide was, so it was crazy to watch the Pro Tour and just be like, wow, this is just non-existent, like... Right. Which, which kind of makes sense, like, I could see, like, how Murktide could struggle against, like... Like, I imagine Four Color probably, like, rocks its shit, but, um... Like, Mur- the- I thought Murktide was on the... Like, it's not relevant. There are nine pilots. Uh, oh, well, yeah, but that's still... Compared to everything else, like... No, Rakdos of Oak, Omnath, Rhinos, and Model Green Tron were the, the, the four most popular decks. Evoke uh, was, a by a lot, it was first place. Well, and I think that's the other thing, because, like, I think Murktide struggles with Evoke, too, because, like, if they get down a Fury, it is really hard for you to try to get Delirium fast enough to where that doesn't kill you. Like, if your play is turn one Ragavan Go, and they're just, like, Fury pitch, uh, like, bring it back, and it's a 4-4, it's like, alright, uh, I have to kill that, or I die. Right. You might have to throw two bird spells at it, or something or like that. Or even fucking just, like, grief pitch, bring back grief, rip two cards out of your hand, yeah, you can keep the Ragavan or the Darcy. Right, like yeah. good luck, figure, <laughs> figure it out. Like, yeah, I could see it. And like, you know, in in modern, we don't have free counter magic really, like force of will. Like, yes, we have force <laughs> negation, but that's you know very linear. Yeah, on what it can do. I do think I know we talked about it a little bit with preordain for your deck, one of your decks, um, i.e. via uh, creativity. Yes, we did talk about it. So, I, 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 it's, I mean, it's early. Um, because I was, I was talking about fo- like you know I, I have both amulet and creativity before. I was like, oh, let me get some foils. I was like, yeah, and I waited like a day, and the the full price went from like five dollars to twenty five for the extended art from the better legend. Yeah, that one. I was like, god damn it. So I, uh, the window was closed. So I was like, eh, it's fine. But I think like it's actually gonna be okay. But, you know, poor old Brent with not getting his foils. So yeah, feel sorry for me. Well, I also don't think this is an unbanned that, like, every deck's going to shove four. No, right. It, like, even... That's my thing. Is like It's it's a card that helps blue decks, which already kind of needed help anyways. Because, like, if you, look at, the yeah. format, if you yeah. look at the format, like, what are the blue decks that exist? Like, Living End's not really a blue deck, and neither is Rhinos. You can't play that card. Like, Demir Control was, like, had a mediocre Pro Tour weekend, and I don't think this is going to be what is what they need to fix their problems. Yeah, like, Mur- like Murktide's the most notable, and uh, Jeskai uh, Grinding Station Breach. I, I definitely think Murktide is, like, the one that gets the most help here from this. Is like, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, Consider's good, but, like, you don't really need cards in the graveyard. Like, that's not a problem, for, yeah. For, yeah, like, that's not hard. Like, especially in a format where, like, your opponent's trying to out, out like, outrip your hand, like, with right. a bunch of shit. And it, and it kind of sucks, though, because, like, Orgish Bowmasters is also one of the best cards in this format, too, right now, and it's just a cantrip that just plays into Orgish Bowmasters, which kind of sucks. Yeah, that's true. Because it's a face-up cantrip. Like, it's sorcery speed. Like, you can't just be like, oh, in response to your Bowmaster, preordain. It's like, nope, I'm right. preordain. Hopefully, your two mana that's up right now isn't a fucking two-drop that fucks us up. <laughs> right. Um, But, yeah, like, I don't know. I think preordain's interesting. I do wish they would unban literally anything like i didn't they say something about twin no wasn't it, no wasn't it like there are a lot of a four mana things in the format and they didn't want to like unban another one i saw somebody tweet about that oh um it maybe it was like a uh like it, a response to a message or something like that um, i don't know somebody tweeted and they highlighted that part of the tweet that was like or highlighted the part of the text for the un- i never i didn't i don't usually read the unbans unless it's something interesting 
Um, and like, I just remember saying that they were saying that there's too many four mana things in the format that are super relevant. So unbanning that would be a problem, which yeah. makes sense. Like there, there are <laughs> one of the best cards that ever got printed in this fucking format is four mana now. Right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I, I think it's like to to me like I want to point out like but you know with Hogak you know I think we may even talk about this last week they, it was a new card in a in a hot hot new set that people were buying lots of so you know they definitely did not want to ban Hogak and they tried to ban this other card that wasn't the problem that's uh, doesn't really do do much and then they fucked me up that it was bridge before looting too right it was like it like, got three it, cards banned. Well, yeah. like, back, we're talking about the back then, too. Like, it, it surprises me that it wasn't, like, here's our excuse to ban looting. And yeah. then see if Hogak was still good after that. Which, I, there's a huge chance that it still was. Especially mm-hmm. with Bridge from Below, because you can still combo off. But, like, I, we we talked about it, because I know what you're kind of leading into with the One Ring, you know. And yeah. obviously you don't want to hurt sales. But we, we talk about this off air a lot too, and I don't know if we ever discussed it on air. But like the thing, the difference with Hogak to me versus the One Ring was Hogak was a deck. Like it, it was just a deck. Like yes. you couldn't just be like, oh, I'm going to put Hogak in Tron or oh, I'm going to put Hogak in like whatever decks mm-hmm. were at the time, Phoenix and shit like that. I know they played Hogak and Dredge, which is always, always ever a one of. Right. Like, you didn't really need it. Like it was just kind of there. Like I played Dredge or I had Dredge at the time. And I remember putting a Hogak in it and being like, well, I mean, like, if we're on turn four and this is free, then I'd, I'll do it. Yeah. But it never was like, oh, man, like, I need to get out of Hogak as quickly as possible. But, like, Hogak was a deck. <laughs> but it was such a dominating deck. That was the problem with it. It was, like, it was just so difficult to deal with. Every other deck had to morph to deal with it. Yeah, there, Ma- there was... Ma- Deck Light on the Void was, like, common. Or, or, like, and, it and was so a the thing you that do. I always tell people was, I day two Dallas off the back of Hogag. Right. The GP Dallas. I, I fucking crushed it. And then day two, I played against Blue Eye Control with four mainboard surgicals and uh, two mainboard rips. And he fucked my ass. <laughs> he sna- and he played Snapcasters. I did not get to play the game against that, <laughs> that control opponent. Yeah. And, yeah, like, that was the difference with Hogak was like Hogak like made okay. everybody have to respect it because at the time we didn't have you know endurance or any of the evoke pitch things, which also still to this day I think would be very interesting in this format if Hogak was around still. Sure, I'd like like to see where those line up against it because of how Hogak was. Um, I always love seeing the. I never actually watched the videos, but I do love seeing them of like, oh, we play unbanned Hogak against like, fucking four color Omnath now. Right, it's like yeah. the four color Omnath deck, like fucking trounces it or something. Like you know what I mean. Like they'll yeah. play like Eldrazi winner against like other shit. Um, but yeah, like uh, the, the the thing with the wandering though was that like it, it had the opposite effect where every deck could play it and a bunch of people were playing it. True, true, like, true. Like there true. are a lot of decks that just shove it. I mean, obviously Tron was the best deck to get it. Yes, at, at least in my as of right now, it's still kind of early. But, like, it kind of just slotted well into Tron anyways, because it's, like, <laughs> big, dumb, colorless artifact that gives card advantage. What did Tron need? A big, dumb, colorless artif- artifact <laughs> that gave card advantage. Right. Like, Tron had a problem with, like, oh, man, Tron can't really fight against fucking aggro very well, because they die so fast. Well, what if we just gave them a card that fogs a turn, and then you could draw cards off of it? <laughs> right. Yeah, Because, yeah. like, you know, like, um, like, the thing with, uh, with Tron is like, you know, turn three is, is very important, but turn four sometimes is way more important than Tron. Because, like, turn three, if you're against aggro, the best turn you could do is, like, turn three little card in a bridge and then be like, okay, hopefully this buys a turn. Yeah, yeah. But it's kind of hard to do that now because, like, the best fucking card ever printed is Visage. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. it's like, and everything gets to play that. Like, that's another thing, too, is, like, everybody gets to play mm-hmm. that card. True. That, there, there's no... You know, no, like, oh, man, fuck. Well, I guess Burton can't play it, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So now it's, like, turn four, you know, and especially with how many cards you draw in Tron now, with Ulamog is, like, way more important. Yeah. Because Ulamog is just such a such a house. It ain't. Uh, but I am just curious to see, like, if, because I know, at least on the internet, a lot of people are very upset about the One Ring. 
And and I get it, because, like, watching a player go from, like, two cards in hand to, like, it would draw three cards, basically, right? <laughs> go from two cards in to six on the next turn. Right, yeah. And and they bought a turn, like, that you can't interact with them. Unless you play a card specifically to interact with them. Right. So, I, yeah. I am interested to see. I don't... I think I've seen other, like... It, it's weird to see where Renin 6 is, because I always was a big proprietor of, like, I don't want Renin 6 in this format. But now Delighted Halfling kind of, like, changed that a little bit. Because they printed a dork that doesn't die to Renin 6. Which is your main, like, well, uh, DRS for, yeah. for unabating that, because it's like, it counterplays pretty well. It very it like makes it very interesting, like, turn one DRS versus turn two red. It's like, okay, now we can kind of interact with their free fetch lands. Yeah, so, like, it, I don't know, because, like, it's, you know, you can't stand on a hill and argue, like, oh, all these one-toughness dorks, that's why random six should be gone, and then they printed a better dork than most dorks in the format. And it's a one-two, so right. But you know, and like you know, I always argued that Omnath probably. I I still I think Fury for me will always be a top card on there, and a lot of people have the same opinion that Fury is just way too good in this format. I to me I yeah kind of, but for me like it's it's almost like it's hard because they're all I I grouped all those image two elementals together, and maybe that's foolish because. Like, if you ban Fury and leave the other ones, that just... The pie is uneven. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, it's just kind of weird for well, me. I don't think Fury is just way too good. But then again, though, but here's the thing, and, and people, I think, need to understand this, too, is it depends on what you play to what you hate seeing, right? Like, I played humans. I played spirits, like, in modern right. for a long time. Obviously, I'm going to fucking hate Fury. Like, that... Like, <laughs> yeah. like, why would I not hate that card? Like, it can't, right. th- those, those decks cannot exist because of that card. Now, a lot of people are always like, but Merfolk exists. I'm like, yeah, but Merfolk has, like, Sylvan, and that gives all your shit ward. Yeah. But Merfolk also isn't, like... And humans get a ward uh, guy also now. Yes, they have the two-drop. Yeah, the two-drop. Uh... But the problem with humans versus uh, Merfolk is humans doesn't beat Blood Moon, and Blood Moon is a big card in this format. <laughs> right, yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I don't know, it just it's interesting, because, like, also just... Merfolk have a way to beat a 4-4 with Double Strike because they have a way to get through the 4-4 with Double Strike via the Lord that gives all your shit Island Walk. Yeah. Like, that's also a big thing. Like, humans, the only way that humans really had evasion was, like, if you played a Manus Rider. Yeah. But Manus Rider just is outclassed as hell in those four. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. Um, that's really all we want to talk about with bands. Like, I, uh, I do wish the Unband was a little cooler. I'm actually surprised... Well, I say surprised, but really I'm not that Pioneer didn't get touched. I like I kind of figured the night before, and I, I bet to message you about it was I, I figured nothing was gonna fucking happen because we're past the season. I yeah, in, in I the agree. Back of, yeah. In the back of my head, like as much as I wanted something, like I I found a lot actually a lot of more people than I thought I would think or I, that I yeah than I thought I would see. We're saying they want an inverter unbanned, which was interesting, which I like I could see it because like, you know, if the combo deck of the format is fucking uh uh Lotus and technically green. Sure. Like is inverter really yeah. like like able to keep up with that? Right. Yeah. The fighter is a way different beast than when Inverter was uh, was around. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy to see where Pioneer has come because of the power level of everything getting printed. Because like you know, when Inverter was around, what were the best decks? It was like fucking because when Nota didn't exist yet, it was. Um, uh, what was I playing? Because Fe- Phoenix has always been around. That's always been a deck. Well, Uro was around too, so like Uro yeah, piles. Yeah, Uro, Uro piles were around, but we they didn't really have. They weren't really like they were good, but they weren't that good. Uh, he, like Uro didn't really get. Bad. Well, Uro was good. Like just Uro was good. Uro was always good. Uro was not yeah. a bad card. No, right, right. Let just to be clear, Uro was good. Because I, I played like Sultai Delirium at at some those times. I just played. Big mid range. I do remember that deck. I'm trying to remember what I played. I played Inverter for a little bit. Oh, uh, Inverter that's was right. just ad nauseum. I mean, obviously Phoenix was a thing. Because I don't think I was on Lotus at. I, I definitely was on Lotus at this point. No, because Lotus was also pretty medium at the time. It it what you say that? It, I think it had Underworld Breach too. I think they got banned it did, together. It did, it did, but like you you kind of lost the same thing that like beat up on Inverter. Yeah, that's true. 
Ed uh, and Wetball was like a pretty heavily played because because Emergent Ultimatum didn't come out until later. That was what really made Lotus. Well, like, that was at Coria, so which that is was when when oh well, it wasn't in the builds. It wasn't in the builds, but but yeah. Winona didn't get really good until Innistrad. Mm-hmm. Because that gave you the werewolves. Werewolves, right? Yeah. Damn, what the fuck? Man, I wish we could go back and look at what that format was, because I, I remember it not being that fast. I'm trying to remember. I know Control was good. I know there was a lot of Control. Yeah. But Control's always been everybody's fucking pet Pioneer deck. It, it has. It's always been, like, a thing that's existed. Because it used to be, like, Yorian Control. No, it was before Ikoria. So I was... Oh, I remember they played the fucking... Whatever the... Oh, the two mana, go get a fucking thing out of your a basic land is a saga. Makes a wall. Birth oh, birth of the lettuce. Yeah, that was neat. That's what a dumb card. Yeah, I, I know Mono Red was good. Oh yeah, but Burn was a deck. <laughs> it yeah, was, it was literally just Burn because it had like Soulscar, Monster, Swiss Fear, Skewer, Boros Charm. Yeah, it was just Burn. I remember Jacob played that in a lot of the leagues. Yeah. I, uh. I'm trying. I'm looking at like Rakdos old didn't shit. Exist. We didn't have Rakdos yet. There was like I don't even really think there was a mid range deck like that existed. Uh, maybe Niv at the time. Oh, Niv was good. Niv used to be really good. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mono red, green, white. I, I guess there was the Heliod combo. I don't remember that being out. Like that was kind of wild when it got banned. Uh, in I the... mean, it needed to be though. It was. It was really good. They banned. Co- <laughs> that was the combo BNR where they just banned combo out of. Oh yeah, like inverter. Uh, Ballista. I think Kethis was also kicked. That didn't last very long either. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, like, at the time that Inverter existed, like, it, the format just couldn't keep up with it. And it was also just a feels bad deck, like Lotuses. Like, it's like you do all the things right, and then they're just like, oh, format of 6 6, and I'm going to shuffle all these good cards back in, and uh, you're going to lose the game next turn. Right. And also, like, people just never respected, and I've always saw it happen, they never respected just the hard-casted 6-6 flyer. Right. <laughs> They're like, I'll put 12 cards back in my library. Yeah. But yeah, like, um, yeah, like, I, it just, yeah, people didn't respect the just random hard-casted 6-6 flyer that, like, would fuck your shit up. R- yeah, yeah. Like, I saw a lot of people that are just like, all right, <laughs> I've got the Grave Hayden play, like, whatever, fuck it, and then it would be like, yeah, it's take six. <laughs> Or the the looping uh, inverters, right? Yeah, it's yeah. always funny. Yeah. But yeah, like I don't know. It'd be cool to see an unban. I don't. I mean, I know like a lot of cards on the ban list for Pioneer makes sense. Like, obviously, I don't think you could be unban Sahili. Um, right? She's banned, not cat. Or no, cat's banned. The cat. The cat's banned. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, the combo. Yes, um, the combo's banned. And uh, like Feel of the Dead, I think would be way too good still. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like stuff like that. But. Yeah, I mean, I think you could make a re- like in, in modern specifically, you could make a reasonable argument, but there's a, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of cards. Yeah, that, like, like that was the big format that people were blown up about. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Unban in modern, like there was, I mean, obviously every time there's ban BNR announcements. Also, uh, people were talking about. I didn't know this. I think you mentioned it to me. I did not know this. Is there only one standard banning a year? Uh, I think, I think they said. Like, it don't quote people me. What we're talking about was like that, like. No, there's yeah. going to be another B, like a, 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 like a BNR window. They said like October 19th or something. Okay. So like after each standard set, they may review it. And, but I think they said like this would be the big one. This, this one, which would be like the rotation period for standard rotation where they might like heavily look at these formats and have the highest chance for changes, stuff like that. But, yeah, because I, I remember seeing people on Twitter blow up about only one standard ban a year or some shit like that. and Yeah. And standard just does not look good right now, but... Right. Oh, yeah, and I was saying before, like, I saw someone had, like, a... Um, like, they won the challenge, right? They won the challenge, and they went over all their, like, round one, they played this, round two, blah, 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 you know, all that stuff. It was all blue-black mid-range, and they played blue-black mid-range. I was like, what a format. This is great. <laughs> We always argued about the Hogak format. This yeah. standard's there. I mean, it, it, black's just such a powerful color in, in uh, standard right now. I mean, you literally banned the best card in red. Yeah. Which was Fable. And now it's like, okay, well, if we can't play Fable, what other color do we splash with black? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, you know, I'm so out of, out of touch with what 
uh, oh, I just standard don't give is. A shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm if just, I play arena, I, I play historic because like LOTR is on there and whatever. Yeah. Like I just don't care about standard, and yeah. that's so sad because I used to give a shit like a long time ago. Like I like during cons and battle and stuff like that. I actually like liked it. Liked watching standard content and like whatever yeah. fucking what's his name one with green white tokens at the shadows of Renistrad pro tour oh that was pretty cool yeah yeah like that was cool that was such a different deck too like it wasn't like i don't know it was it's disappointing watching these last two pro tours because it's like like black red one that's not like a unique deck like that deck was everywhere like that was the deck and then the bnr didn't even touch it which is kind of weird like, you had this deck that was, like, the highest performing deck and had the highest percentage brought there and then didn't do anything about it. And then you had, um... What was the Pro Tour before this one? It was Standard, right? Was that one Standard? The Pioneer. That was Reduke. No, because it wasn't... I'm pretty sure it was. Was it? Well, yeah, but then Creativity won that one, and it's, like, that's not even really that unique. I mean, I guess Creativity went from being, like, Tier 1.5 to being Bad. Tier tier it, 1 for It's not day. great. <laughs> it's not good now. No, it's definitely not good yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. It, it, dude, man, that's it's a sad deck, man. Yeah. If it wasn't for modern keeping creativities to being like thirty fucking dollars, it's whatever, not good there either. <laughs> no. Actually, I'm looking at prices now because I'm I'm I am very curious of, of where they are at right now. As of this recording, they're about seventy for a set, so seventeen, eighteen bucks. They're still kind of pricey. Damn, I'm glad I fucking got rid of my OG set when they were thirty. Yeah. Um. But yeah, all right. Well, I guess to 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 top off this episode here because we went away from it for a second. But let's talk about Brent being the best Magic player of our generation. Ah, finally! Now maybe people will finally get it. I'm okay. so good. All your other accolades mean nothing, but winning a 22 person RCQ, right? Finally did it. This, you know, this the RCQs for me have just like never worked. Like I feel like those are. I just suck at them or something like the other time I got invited to Dallas was the much, I do much better in like bigger venues. Like if the room is big, I'm good, but like small rooms, it's tough. But yeah, I played, uh, I knew I was like, I wanted to put Neo from away. I was like, you know, what? it's it. Model Green is too good. I have the deck. I have access to it. I'd like the deck. I was like, why am I not playing this? I was like, put it aside. I'm going to play Mono Green Devotion. I, I'm going to share the mo- like you'll, you can see the Moxdale link in the show notes if you want to check it out. It's pretty boring. Like he, there's not a ton of innovation from my list to other lists. In fact, I think I just stole mine. Uh, th- I guess notably three Pelucranos in the main deck, and um, the sideboard is is incredibly boring. I'm not even gonna go over it. It's stock uh, it, as it always is. Um. So let's. So I'll I'll just go, uh, go right in. Uh, play. I first played against a guy named John, who I haven't. I think I played against him before. He's he's a he's a nice guy. He was playing uh, big red, basically, uh, like mono red mid range, like sh- uh, a few Chandras, almost like a Chandra tribal deck. He had a lot of different Chandra planeswalker cards. But both both the, I beat him in two in both games. I was just able to have a big creature. Uh, it was. Sucked for him to like Chandra Torture Defiance, like Midas to kill old girl trolls. Like, uh, you just gave me mana to kill my devotion. That's fine. You know, it's super feels bad. And I won both games pretty, pretty easily. Uh, going to the second round, I play against uh, Azoria Spirits. Uh, I also 2 0 this one. The, I guess the notable thing, like, I feel like I was playing around playing pretty well like i was playing spells and he didn't have i think he either had like spell pierces but i was just like really just keeping track of how much available mana i say that but at one point i cast um like kiora or something he and he had the uh the guy slides there counter unless you pay three and i had two mana available that yeah, played a land about you know the worst the big feel bad i was like oh my god i'm a fucking moron um so I've, that felt pretty stupid um but luckily like this i had just the devotion so i was getting around his soft counters he never found a queller just turns out and yeah i would i just won with just big big dudes basically uh going into round three i play against mono blue spirits this one i'm a little bit more nervous of and i get i get slaughtered pretty pretty cleanly it was really sad yes it was not great uh 
I just never like it, game two. Like I just never found Nykthos, I, and it was hard for me to deploy stuff. And he, they just had. Uh, he was just crushing me with like a, a curious obsession on a on a cheap one one power or one mana value dude, and just kept whacking me with it. No, I take that back. I actually remember this game. Um, he was like leveling up the uh, S- what's the really bad ascendant spirit, the snow snow spirit. Yeah, he fucked you up with honorary spirit. Yeah, I was it. I just could not get anywhere with it. Like we, I had a, we had a board stall, and I flipped a Plurkados. I had a Cavalier of Thorns, but I might I wasn't drawing very well, and just couldn't, just never did any, never could do anything, and. He has leveled that up, and he he just eventually just had an overwhelming board. Uh, then I play against uh, Rakdos Sacrifice. Uh, I lose this one in three games. And Cole, you were I know you're watching this one as well. Uh, I only really remember the third game, but I really destined that card is so so important in that matchup, like uh, having very. a card, which you know, of course, like that's the card we both thought would be the most likely to be banned if there was going to be a banned pioneer. Um, you know, just shutting off his blood tokens, his treasure tokens, uh, even food tokens, I, I suppose. Um, and turning off the, uh, the oven, like, obviously it's really good. Like, even just like with, if it just had, if it was just the, um, the, the, uh, with the white enchantment effect, that's good. Plus it's just tutors, you know, Karn's obviously good. Um, but I never found it. I like milled three of them over and played. I cast Storm the Festival four times, and there were the hits were so so bad, and uh, I could I never found a way to um, to stabilize basically. And he was he was able to ping me to death with like uh, recurring cats and things like that. So, and and the Rakdos sacrifice can kind of churn through the deck pretty quickly when when all cylinders are going. Like he had fables that were digging him and stuff like that so so that was pretty rough uh and i know uh and cole you you kind of you're kind of like carving my gravestone at this point uh, because you're because we you know most of the time uh x like second loss is is this that's it you know yeah it was yes usually it is yeah, like x one and one is often the metric like what you're going for in a lot of the in a lot of tournaments uh it, no matter like the, if it's this 22 player or this like 70 player tournament or something like that like the second loss is, it it might just be death anyway so i'm looking i'm like my breakers are really good so like jo- my all my opponents are are winning a lot my uh, my match win percentage was the best in the room by a fair bit and uh like my first round uh might be john who playing big red he he kept winning like uh the azoria spirits player he was winning also so i was like they're keeping me alive. I'm number. I think it was like the ninth seed. I knew there was no. It w- it was a clear cut. And so I'm like, okay, great. I I, I think I'm going to win an end. So I'm. This is great. And I get player to get uh, green white angels. And there's a little bit. Uh, I need to talk about this a little bit before we get into this game. Th- this player was one zero and three at this point. He fucking would have if he lost. So and yeah, so and I I knew like in round like you know obviously they're going to turns and stuff like that like this this player. And I knew there was an angels mirror and that that took thirty minutes past time. Right, and because they had the deck check also, and that was the game. She that was her one win actually was. I was kind of surprised there. She was one zero and three. Yeah, she's one zero and three, and we're tied. Yeah, I'm two two and two. She's one zero and three. She has six match points, and we're both in a win it in. The table next to me is John versus some other opponent. I think John actually had a draw against her too, because I think he had he had one more match point than than me going into top eight. So yeah, he definitely had the draw. So he's like two one and one. We're both in clean winning ends, and so I play against Angels. And this Cole and I'm, you know, I, they were, they were, they were good, good opponents. Like they were not, they were, you know, everyone in the room was really nice and you know, whatever. That's great. Um, but with this one, I was nice, but I was playing pretty quickly. Like, all right, Mandor go. And I was like that, because I'm like, I'm afraid that a draw is, is death, you know? So I'm like, I can't afford that. 
obviously. And this person has three draws, so I know it's probably them. And they don't have a deck that closes quickly. Um, so, but anyway, in these in these matchups, I I have Karn both times. At Karn gets Cityscape Leveler. I'm like, in those positions, I didn't have like a a, a combo lethal line basically. But I'm like, in this game, first game. I was really glad I got a high impact card because sometimes I would be like, okay, let's get just get a good card. Like, let's get. Uh, I'm just like looking at my sideboard. Like, maybe I get the 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 skyboat or something like that, uh, or like the transmogrifying wand just to turn their their things into idiots or something like that, or filigree silex is just as a ratchet bomb. I'm like, ah, no, let's get the the leveler, and let's just let's just get in the red zone. I really got to do it because most of the time she had Skyclave Apparition to eat the card, and so the tutoring for that card was really helpful. So, and I know obviously with Angels, the 27 life, that's that it's their magic number in Pioneer because uh, their Angels get big and stuff like that, and it kind of that is them, them winning the, the game because their Angels are really big and shit like that. So, Cityscape Leveler was able to attack multiple turns and uh, and kill most of her high impact cards this entire match, and she never had blocks good enough to kill to trade with Cityscape Leveler, and I'm just able to pummel her uh, with with Cavalier of Thorns and Cityscape Leveler. So I, I just win that game pretty quickly. Going to game two, uh, there's like 27 minutes on the clock or something like that, so kind of a long game one, but I was able to win um, pretty convincingly. And game two. Uh, I'm able to demonstrate the combo. I'm like, all right, I'm doing. I'm like, actually doing it. The first like first loop. I'm like, I'm gonna do this a number of times to gain infinite life, and I'm gonna do the stone brain combo basically. And I was like, I'll I'll do it if you want, but I have lethal. But they 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 you know they didn't make me do it, and I hope I didn't come across as rude. Um, you know, obviously me, I, I kind of care about stuff like that. I don't, I don't like to be a dick like you, Cole. Oh yeah. But, uh, there was, there were good sport about that. Like, yeah, we'll concede there. Um, and I basically said, I'm going to name every single card. Like I, I kind of said it like that. The loop will include the stone brain. So I, I will get infinite activations. I, I don't know, like if I could do it that way, like with the judge or whatever, um, if I could explain the loop or whatever, but I had played devotion. It had Karn Kiora's two, like two of them. Easy combo. Like, um, we could cold fish it. So I look, look, and I get number, I get the number eight seed on the tiebreakers. There's like two or three other people who also have, uh, who went three and two, but I had the, had much, but like I had better opponents than them. Like all four, uh, like besides the angels player, these other four players made top eight, which is kind of insane. Like basically, all my opponents made top eight, so obviously my match went procedurally really high. So going into top eight, I play against uh, you. Know, you we said it earlier, Justin, uh, Justin Rouse on Lotus Field combo, and I know this should be a pretty good matchup. So going into the game, uh, I have early Karn, which names, and I think I just have the one single mana extra, so I na- I just get Pithing Needle and sit and name Despian Stage. Because I know that's like what you should do. Because they're gonna need the second Lotus Field, um, which you know is like two more turns often most of the time. And and then I do after I did that, I could just get the the damping sphere. And sure enough, that's what I do. I'm like, all right, get damping sphere. Uh, I think I flip Perulukanos, and I'm just attacking him down. And pretty pretty easy, convincing win against him in the first game. Post four, I don't know what he's on. Like I'm just, you know, I, I don't know what I've been out of touch with Lotus Field for for some time. But I'm like, okay, they probably like. I was like, hey, it doesn't matter because I'm not sideboarding anything, so I'm just gonna do my ship. And he did something pretty surprising to me, Cole. Um, and you may know this, but it was surprising to me at the time. He has turn two Sylvan Scrying. I'm like, of course, and he gets Lotus Field. He shows me Lotus Field passes, and I'm doing my own thing. And I don't, ha- I keep a hand that doesn't have Karn, but it has like. Good access to mana, like a Storm of the Festival, so a kind of a fake Karn, in a sense. Could be a Karn, yeah. Could be a Karn, yeah. Could be a boat, you know? <laughs> Could be could anything. Be <laughs> Take the mystery box. <laughs> um, so anyway, but so so I'm like, my hand's still pretty good. Like, it generally has, like, good 
like dorks, thick cards. You know, it has it has stuff. Green, green doing green things. Yeah, it has it had green stuff. So he go to his turn three. He has like basic island and like I think the Balagan recovery. His turn three, he just passes. Doesn't play. Doesn't make a land drop. I was, and immediately I'm like, oh, okay, like alarm bells are going off. Like this, this don't trust this man. He, <laughs> he's. I was like, he he must be afraid of like card into basate or card into uh into damping sphere, of course. And so maybe he doesn't have that extra green mana, so he's just gonna respect the hell out of it. And and I and I look at my hand who doesn't have card. I'm like, well, I'll just keep going. I know I I'm not. It's you know if you unta- if you let the lowest player get a turn you know they have the mana you're just like all right kill me you know he I know I'm I, if I pass back to him he's not gonna kill me like with yeah. with that with what he's got so I'm like all right he's totally up the stage room so if it, I think that goes on for like two turns and I'm just like developing like I'm just doing green stuff no no cards either and and it, oh and uh, I should mention also. This is the one game I did sideboard. I put in the Stonebrain just cutting like old girls troll. I was like, okay, Stonebrain. I, if I get Karn, I'm not going to get the Stonebrain. If I get Stonebrain and activate, that's like that's probably worse on average than like just getting Dampy Sphere or even getting Pithing Needle. Like those are just kind of a little bit better in the yeah. matchup. I'm like Stonebrain is good enough to come in. So if I draw into it, if I get tur- that turn two, then turn three, I could rip out a card out of his deck, you know, something like that. Anyway, so moving moving on. Uh I uh so he passes like t- two consecutive turns like he's just definitely holding up Besaju. Eventually I find Karn. I might as get pithing the all I'm like I'm naming Besaju. Like I'm I'm gonna protect my damping sphere next turn, basically. But I'm like he's definitely representing that. And then basically I pass back to him, he concedes on the spot. Cause but he was actually holding up natural state, which as a card I didn't think they would play. Um, and Justin, he's he's a he plays by his own rules basically. Um, and I was kind of surprised he didn't have like I was afraid of Pithing Needle because I'm like that's how like that was to me the best thing you could do against Karn the Great Creator. Yeah, it was to needle it. Just to needle it. Yeah, then I have to just play big green, which is still fine. Yeah, I mean you can still lose to five sixes and four fours. Right, but if you have Pithing Needle, it's like now. I think you're like you're, and he, you know, he defended his, like, you know, I don't know, but I'm like, my board of Lotusville most recently had three Pithing Needles strictly for Karn, the great creator. Like, it could be, you could def- defend it in other spots. Yeah. But it's for Karn. It's for green. It's for, it's attack against the best deck, or, you know, one of the best decks or whatever. So I was surprised by that. And I was like, I'm surprised you have needles. And he said he didn't like it. I was like, okay, well, that's fine. So I'll I'll respectfully disagree with him, but you know it's been a while. I might be, I might be wrong. Um, and you know, you know maybe he just, I mean he just had to dodge me. I was the only green player in the room. So, um, had he you know if he had a um, if he knew the room was exactly how it is, it's probably tough to justify pithing needle. I guess. Yeah, I guess like all the rack sack players over there. Yeah. 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 So anyway, so I, I, but you know, I beat him pretty swiftly. Um, that's about how I recall those matchups going is pretty easy for green. Uh, then I get the rematch against Black Red Sacrifice. Uh, and, and this is then, you know, this is when an RCQ in basically. <laughs> um, and I play, so I play against him. Uh, the first, I've tried to remember the exactly what happened the first game. He does like, oh, no, he turned three, picks up Gigantha. Oh, that's right. Now, like, okay, he has like nothing going on. If that's his best thing to do with three mana on on turn three, he doesn't have, like. He obviously doesn't have Fable. He probably has like Steel and Sack cards and stuff like that. But he he is just not not doing anything. I think I just like play cards. Uh, I definitely don't have a combo kill. Uh, I think I level like honestly. I'm trying to remember. I mean, this is the last match, but. Uh, going into game two, uh, I I kind of just have Karn pretty pretty early. Uh, you know, makes life so much easier. And gosh, I, I feel bad for not knowing exactly how this went down. I mean, it didn't really matter because you beat him in two, right? I did beat him in two, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, 
I think, like, I don't remember the numbers, but I think Rakdos sacrifice actually uh, in the RC numbers from... He was, a, like, 2% more favored or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, I think they they were actually ahead. So, it, like, you could count on them to get under. Because, you know, a lot of their cards are just, like, steal, like, claim the firstborn, and you have, you have these cards to sacrifice. Well, yeah, uh, stealing all of Rogue Troll and then getting rid of it forever is pretty fucked up. That, yeah, that's, that's pretty good. He, he certainly did that throughout the, like, a few times to me. But it's like, I think like Cavalier of Thorns sticking is pretty good because you know you can't steal that, and that's like pretty good to die anyway. Like had if he has like, yeah, it's really tough to kill Cavalier of Thorns just in general. But it's like it's just a, a it's the meatiest blocker gets around fatal push and stuff like that. Um, I think one turn he he's forced to fatal push old go troll, and I you know oftentimes that I'd rather stick it on a land that actually be a board presence. So, um, but yeah, I beat him in two pretty, and he's he's. He's a, you know, he was a great guy. I could tell he was like kind of upset. And I was like, yeah, I'm kind of surprised that like Carden State just kind of trying to sympathize with them or whatever. And we just talk, we just talk, talk about like housing and stuff like that after that. He's a great guy. Um, I don't think I've seen him before, but um, I haven't seen him at REL events, but you know, it was not just someone I didn't recognize. But anyway, I'm just relieved. Um, apparently, this was his third top A and he, he was a, he's never got the invite to so um so i've kind of felt sorry for him but uh i but i'm glad i'm glad it went to me instead so uh oh in the finals uh he the 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 person i, I it is a uh, jo- joseph cruz uh, i i didn't it t- i'm horrible with names but I, I, this one's sticking so i'm happy uh really really nice guy he's the guy, same guy i had two owed in the swiss and the prize is, is the lanyard, which comes with two of the foil Eldritch evolutions. Actually, not the one, the two. The second place gets the pin and four non-foil Eldritch evolutions. And I'm like, this could be split up a little bit. And I was like, I really want the lanyard. You know, this because to me, that's like it's the trophy, in a sense. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's like, I want like this. So I'm like, okay, well, let me, I'm going to pitch this to, to him. You know, like, I, I want the lanyard. Uh, and I'll give up one of the two foils, but I'd like the non-foil back. So I get uh, a foil and non-foil Eldritch Evolution. You get a place that have the new Eldritch Evolutions, uh, one of the one of them being the foil, and you get the pin. And he, uh, on the surface, he was okay with that, but he was like, "Well, let's let's make sure I'm not get, like neither one of us are getting screwed." I was like, "Okay, fine." Like the Eldritch Evolutions were like sixty dollars on TCG Player. The foils, the non-foils yeah. were like ten or something. Yeah. So. So basically, the the difference was he gets two non foils, which was about ten, so like twenty ish dollars, and I get the lanyards, which gives that a value of like twenty. So he was okay with that deal, and I, that was the deal I was happy with. I really wanted the lanyard. If if we didn't shake out, I'd say okay, well let's play for it. I would have tried to do a, a like try to do another price split of just like how about we each just take three of the Eldritch evolutions, one foil, two non foil. We just play for the lanyard. I w- I would have been happy with that or whatever. But, you know, it obviously doesn't matter. The important thing for us for was to be able to play in Atlanta, and we both get date. We're, we're both able to, so that was awesome. So that was it. Cool. Um, I will say I did. I, I played better before. Like, I felt like there was obviously the, the turn where I, um, played or like i played a land after which would have allowed me to pay for the ca- the soft counter magic that felt that was a super feel bad i was like i can't believe i just let that happen um and i think that was like the notable like that that was obviously a misplay and there was other times where i was like i i could go for a, a win but i played a conservative line of just like play cityscape level or something because i was like like I had a storm of the festival in hand and a Karn activation ready, and I could either cast and I had like ten mana, so I could go for storm, trying to have a lethal line just straight away, or I was like I could just get cityscape leveler, play it safe, kill their thing, and just win this like probably just win this way, and that's exactly what um like it was tough, and I like those that was kind of what I was fighting with, but I think that was kind of. Kind of mostly it. I think I, I think I played pretty decently outside of that. I mean, Green's very forgiving too. I that that was my takeaway. It was like Green is like Tron, where it's like yeah, 
if you just have the mana, it's hard to make mistakes. Like the, your mistakes aren't can easily just not be that big of a deal. It, it's like bowling with the fucking uh, rails up. Like <laughs> right. it's, real, it's really yeah. hard to get a gutter ball when you put your bowling with green. Right. Yeah. It was just like okay, do I like more? Usually, it's like all right. I have I either Cavalier of Thorns now, or I could. I think that's always the or big, so, the something big like that. One is like what what explosive play to play first. It's, it's like the Tron right. thing. It's like, you have turn three Tron. It's like, well, do you play Karn Liberated or a little Karn? Right. Yeah, do, do you want, like... Yeah, and that's... It, yeah, it's it's a forgiving deck. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you're just playing cards, you're not doing... You're doing something right. Yeah, and not, not a lot of the format keeps up with, with what you're doing. Right. Yeah, and you, you just want to snowball into, like, these powerful things and keep going and stuff like that, and... And yeah, the the deck was the deck was sweet. I'm I'm, gl- I'm really glad I audible to it. I think it was like a better choice than Neoform in the room. Um, and I like I don't have a strong stance of like the third Plukridos versus the first Cityscape Leveler or the Skyboat or anything like that. Or oh, yeah, I don't think you really need to. <laughs> no, uh, because I, I because before I was on two Plukridos. I think even like cut a Oath of Nissa for the Cityscape Leveler, you know, stuff like that. But I think just like I like having just cheaper cards it will win tiebreakers for me. Like Cityscape Leveler, I I don't think I'd want to do that per se in the main deck. I'd rather rather play like really honestly. It was like you be like me driving there. I was like okay, Plukardus is probably better because Phoenix. <laughs> like that was kind of the tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, I mean, it probably came up with spirits and shit too. Right. Exactly. Um. So I, yeah, I'm, yeah, obviously I'm happy with how the deck is. I'm probably going to jam it a little bit more. Um, and Atlanta's all the way in December, so who knows what if this will still be viable or be illegal? Yeah, I was gonna say I'd be more surprised if it wasn't good. I would be very surprised if it still wasn't good. Yeah, this was the deck was crazy, but yeah, that that was it. that was it. It uh, it I I did it, Cole. You did. Honestly, congrats. You deserve it. Thanks. Thanks, man. Now I it, gotta try to get mine this weekend. Last last try. Yeah, yeah. Run run back the chickens and maybe. I'm debating. I don't know. Hearing you talk about green, I might borrow it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's uh, it's hard to say it's a bad choice. It seems pretty good. I'm I'm debating. Like, I, part of me is I have like <laughs> this is small stuff. I like I just have random forests in the deck because that's what I'll do if I need like. A bunch if of forests. Oh, and I'm not. We're not doing that. I'm, fi- I'm fixing your forest. If I'm part well, of I. No, you take it as is, Cole. Don't change a single card. <laughs> the amount of people that looked at your Elvish Mystics was fucking impressive. All right. Okay. All right, let's go on there before we before we start talking about other bases. <laughs> All right, we're we're losing our listeners, so we'll we'll catch you guys next time. Uh, feel free to check out the show notes if you want to check out the list. Uh, it's very boring, but. Um, yeah, regardless there ain't much to it but yeah no yeah basic bitch green so anyway we'll catch you guys next time thanks for checking us out later later